0: Good evening everybody and welcome to the High Side Hustle right here on the National Racing Network. We are back again for another week of uh this show. We like to uh, you know to shenanigans and everything on. I didn't really think of an opening night, Adam. So yeah, that's why that, that went off the rails. So Evil Shenanigans. 30 seconds in the show, and sorry, off the rails. My name is Bert Wojcik. Anyways, folks, that is Adam Rubright, Chris Graham, our executive producer. Adam, the ice has officially been broken in central Pennsylvania, and we are going to have the winner of the icebreaker coming on here in just a little bit, Freddie Raymer. He picked up the opening day win at Lincoln, so he's going to talk to us here in a little bit. But uh, when he gets on here in just a few minutes, we're going to have an invader coming in this weekend just announced just after, what? shine today uh we are going to have kevin thomas jr join us a little bit later on and talk about his winged 410 adventures this year
1: yeah absolutely i can't wait to talk to kevin it should be a really good interview um it'll be nice to discuss you know the ins and outs on what made him want to go winged racing compared to his what he's been known for really is the wingless side of things um freddie should be a really good conversation also um Yeah, should be a good show.
0: Absolutely. So we'll uh, get started as we wait for Kevin Thomas Jr. to come on board here. Uh, Let's talk about the Lincoln Icebreaker. Uh, Obviously, got moved from Saturday to Sunday, which, fantastic move. Great job on Lincoln's part. You went for the better day. And it was the better day in general because it was a fantastic Sunday afternoon, Sunday fun day. uh, And it was a good race. It was a very, very good race. I was not expecting that well of a or that well of a track, that wide of a track on a sunny, windy day in the Pigeon's Hills. But Fred Putney and the crew did a phenomenal job. Again, that track in great, great shape for that feature on Sunday, which we saw uh, Jordan Gibbler and uh, Aaron Bollinger on the front row. And for a while there, Bollinger, he looked really good. He looked really good at the start of that race.
1: Yeah, definitely um, like you said hats off to Fred Putney um, Heat races you know as, as you would necessarily expect you know kind of one lane until he, he got the, the rough stuff out of the track and feature came around and it was a really good race I thought you know multiple lanes for given the day with how windy it was and the, the temperatures and you know the rain on over the weekend so definitely hats off to the entire uh, track crew at Lincoln and the racers for coming out you know stout feel the cars for a, a day that was could have been potentially really bad weather wise with hurting motors and with how, how brisk the air was and stuff like that but uh, i thought it was a good turnout great crowd you know once again great to get the, the season started in pennsylvania
0: absolutely and you, you mentioned that too adam is that the, the car count 35 cars to start the year off i mean I wasn't expecting that at all for opening weekend at Lincoln, uh, you know, 50 degrees, mm, touchy a little bit. I, I feel like um, for weather or for motor wise, um, I feel like some, well, then again, Lincoln's not as hard to the motors as what, um, say, Port Royal maybe. you know, with 50 degrees out, but still. That is a very impressive car count. I mean, obviously, you're going to lose some cars this weekend with Port Royal running practice on Saturday, and some guys are going to go up there. Uh, and then, you know, some guys might be saving our stuff for Sunday, but still 30, um, 35 cars, not terrible at all. And good cars, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Stop the cars. You know, you had the invader with, uh, with Buddy Kofoid coming in. It was nice to see the new teams that were formed over the off season. Um, you're, you're right, Cole. It did kind of rubber up. But, I mean, what can you really expect when it's 50 degrees and the wind is not necessarily howling, but, you know, it was fairly windy. I mean, windier than you'd probably like it. But, I mean, what can you really yeah. do there? It was Overall, it was just nice to get out of the house and get back racing.
0: It was. It was really nice, and um, you know, we it was a lot of fun. Great to see everyone again. But back to the race itself. There, Cole was right. Uh, it did rubber up a little bit, but not terrible. I thought the track really was. You had two lanes. The top was nice. The bottom, you could run the bottom, but it, it kind of surprised me on a track as we mentioned before. Daylight surface, wind the top side was there. And that's how Freddie Raver got around Aaron Bollinger and Brent Marks. You got to get, he tried everything. He could to get Freddie, a lot of traffic as Brent said, in his post-race interview, which you can see here on national race network. Um, he needs some live traffic. I feel like to get around Freddie, that's what he really, really need to get around him. But it just, it was too late in the race for the cautions when they came out.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, Brent was really reeling him in there with, like, 15 to go. I, I think, you know, maybe another caution here or there. Even if you didn't get the lap cat la- or another caution and you just got, you know, thicker, heavier lap traffic, I think he really could have done something there. And even at one point, Macri and, and Dietrich were right there also. So you, you had necessarily four cars with in a chance to at, to win the race, and you you really can't ask for much more than that.
0: No, you can't. And uh, again, like Macri and Dietrich towards the end there, that got very interesting. Uh, you know, just a little bit of a contact and throwing sliders on each other. That was nifty. Uh, good race there. But yeah, it was uh it was just a good Lincoln icebreaker. I, I mean, definitely a, an interesting one. Uh, from what we've had in years past, you know, it wasn't heavy rubber down or heavy uh, hammer down. Um, yeah, it was just kind of a different Lincoln icebreaker than what we've been having the years past. I, I go back to probably about twenty twenty. That's probably the last time you had a track like this for the Lincoln Icebreaker. And that was still back in I think that was still February too when we had that. Yeah. Absolutely. So we're still waiting for our uh, guest Kevin Thomas Jr. to come on board. So we might pull an audible here. I might try and go call Freddie up, see if we can't get him on first. But uh yeah, let's uh let's switch over to things here now with uh on the NASCAR side of things here where uh we got to uh, Beto's towards the end of the race there, and we went back and looked at the highlights. Is Auto Club a great racetrack? Question mark? Or is this new car that I, th-
1: I think so. I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's Auto Club traditionally has been a snooze fest over the years. Um, the new cars are great. I uh, still think they have a lot of uh, kinks to work out with them. Um. I don't know. Like I said the other week, I, this new car, you're really not going to find out truly what it is until you get to the, the short tracks and the mile and a halfs and things like that. So it's, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it goes. I, my date still to watch with these new cars is the uh, Bristol dirt. I think that's going to be a shit show, but I think it's going to be a certified great shit show to watch. So
0: I can get behind that. Absolutely. I, I can get behind that where it'll be a great certified ditch. I mean, obviously it's going to be last year. Um, excuse me. I thought it was a, uh, it was a good race. Um, obviously Joe Logano with little dirt experience. I didn't know what he was, uh, what he was doing, but, uh, going out there and getting the win, but Hey, good on him. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it was a fantastic, uh, fantastic race. And, uh, you know, I, I think, I wouldn't say I, the mile and a half are definitely going to be a, uh, your bread and butter of what's going to, uh, these cars are going to be. But I also think that, um, I also think that, uh, you know, the dirt race too. I mean, that's a one and done deal though. That's the problem is that you don't have a whole kind of setup where you're going to have multiple dirt races. Um, you gotta have a, uh, um, let me see here. You gotta have I think the setup on it that it'll be a something that'll work for the entire year. And that will be the big test is these mile and a half. So now I think Las Vegas this week is gonna be a big test for it, but next week, you know, then we go to Phoenix next week. What's this car gonna be? Who knows?
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I I don't know. I, I think the new car is a long way to come. I think the things with BBS and the wheels and stuff like that has to get worked out. Um, I find it a little funny that the new way, when you have a flat tire, you uh, can't make it back to the pits because it just spins on the bead. <laughs> you have to yeah, get you have to get towed. you have to get you have to get towed in for a flat tire. When obviously years pass, so you can just drive right on in and we also
0: deal with the consequences
1: the, later. But
0: we also had the interliner in there too. The inner liner helped mm-hmm. out a lot on that side. So you didn't really have a um you didn't have that problem. So now you had yeah. the inner liner that now you don't have the inner
1: liner in there as far as I know. It's just a tire spinning on a bead. I mean it is Somebody somewhere could have probably came up with a better design for that, but then again, that's why yeah. we're just two idiots on the radio talking about stupid shit that we find interesting.
0: Exactly. But Kyle Larson did pick up the win there. Uh, Pretty interesting restart there. You know, it did get wide there. Five wide, I think, at one point. But Austin Dillon, nice friend. But I I want to go back and look at the top five here in NASCAR. I thought it was kind of interesting. You had Larson, Dillon, Eric Jones, Daniel Suarez, and Joey Logano. Two of those names I expected in the top five. The other three I did not.
1: No, Not even remotely. But hey, good for them. I mean, it, it kind of goes back to what I said last week with It feels like now everyone realistically has a shot to win a race, you know? Um, All the cars seem like finally they're on an even playing field compared to years past where, you know, the Chevys were so dominant for a while, then the Fords, and then the Toyotas kind of took over for a while. It's just one of those things that it's refreshing to be able to see the the cars and the drivers be unnecessarily on an even playing field, so to speak.
0: Yeah, exactly. And uh sorry about that, folks. Just trying to get a couple things here. Um Mud Turtles in a great race. Yes, Jason, a good to see you this weekend as well. They actually I didn't get a chance to see it, but I saw you're off shenanigans doing some shenanigans this weekend as well. Um with that and of course we will be running the six hundreds, uh modified this year. But yeah, um I, I think this there's a lot to talk about with this new car there's a lot to talk about with a lot of different uh aspects of it but i think the racing so far has put up with it so we'll see what happens um, so we'll get off that a little bit here we'll move on that uh no really other racing that go- that went on this weekend outside the indy cars they were down in st petersburg scott mclaughlin pick up the win on that one you can see everything down below and the 31st or 34 motorsports uh ticker down below um yeah Kind of sucked without no outlaws this weekend. They got rained out, no Wolf, no everything else. But we did have the short track elite series, which I just remembered on top of my head there. Uh, yes. We were going, uh, Ryan <clears throat> down picked up the win.
1: Yeah, fantastic race. And before we go any further, big shout out to the little Watt himself for picking up his first career modified, or no, technically second career, but first career win with the. Short track super series, little Logan picking up a win on the crate side of things, so pretty badass for him.
0: Yes, we're proud of our boy, uh, Logan Watt, congrats, man, and uh, hopefully we'll get to have talking to him soon here. And uh, yeah, let's uh, before we get on the short track super series, let's get our first guest in here, ladies and gentlemen. He picked up the win at the Lincoln icebreaker this past weekend, and should be a lot of fun to talk to him. He's looking at a great season, ladies and gentlemen. Freddie Raymer showing us on the Fredericksburg Eagle Hotel Hotline. What's going on, dude? How are you?
2: Oh, good. How are you guys doing?
0: Well, we're doing great, man. Hey, congratulations on a good opening day win. Not only is it you know it's not the new UB in Victory Lane at Lincoln, but it is in the brand new car, the Eichelberger car and it was just, it was a solid win for you guys there and on the high side too freddie you ripped that thing down normally you can't do that in opening day at lincoln unless it's fast and heavy
2: yeah no that was uh that was a really good racetrack for the first the opener and a day show and uh it wasn't that good in the heats the first especially the first couple and then it got it got wider for we were lucky to be in the fifth heat race but uh it was racy in the feature and sometimes we'll go there and it could be real wet and heavy and you're real tensed up at the first race. So I was happy with the racetrack and luckily it was slower pace. So he, hopefully the first couple, the next couple here before you hit the night racing are a little slower. So you can get, it takes a couple of races to get back with things, you know, but uh, it was a uh, really, it went really well. The car feels really good. The, that was the third time we ran it for rich and um, it feels good and looking forward to get racing more and see you, get things
1: a little bit better together. Definitely. Uh, like Bert said, congrats on the win first and foremost. Um, we know you're in a new car this year. What all went into putting that deal together and what makes you think that it's going to be, well, I shouldn't say makes you think that it's going to be, what do you think contributes to kind of the early success in that car? Cause I know you ran it a couple of times last year. You had some, Fairly good finishes in it. So you start off the season this year with a win. How do you think that can possibly progress throughout the season as you really start to gel together?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Rich and the guys that help Matt and Harold and the guys that have always helped me and for a long time, my dad, of course, always, and we have really, good, everybody has a really good stuff now, but I think we did a good job of getting prepared and, um, rich got a lot of good equipment and uh i think we're we all want the same thing and work uh you know we all want to work towards the same thing and goal. we love racing so i think it's going to work out great and uh we're we've had some success here we we want you know we want more we want to do the best we can every night for for rich and everybody and have fun when you're running really well it it's fun, obviously, because that's what it's all about. But we'll have we'll have some nights that are off too, and we'll bounce back from them and go on to the next one. And then uh, just looking forward to the whole year because we're gonna be racing a lot, like we always do. But I think gonna be we're gonna be fresher with certain in certain ways. The with this with a little bit different change, you know, racing for rich and all the people that helped on our car and his, and uh, looking forward. I think the, hopefully our you know, we can get qualified good at the bigger shows. And I think we'll have some good, a lot of good nights together.
0: Absolutely. And I think that, you know, you've been so lucky in your career, your young career, too, to have some really good guys behind you. Obviously, your dad, uh, Big Fred. Um, but then you also had the knowledge of Stevie Smith with you when he was running basically the first couple of years you have. And now you got Rich Eichelberger with you. There's not many people that have had that kind of, you know, kind of tutorage behind them. And I, I feel like that gives you a, a massive advantage going forward here because that's a lot of knowledge to be, you know, kind of feed off to you. And then you can just take that and put it right on the track there too with your driving talents.
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, getting the, it's been the best, been able to help my dad with when he was racing for a living and, you know, really high level. And uh, I don't, I don't know what I would be doing if it wasn't for that. And, and then get to work with Steve, who was the perfect timing when my dad stopped driving. And because uh, we ran really well with Stevie, and really probably one of the best people you could ever meet in racing, we we were, I was me and my dad, and we were all talking, my family and stuff. We really do miss him, just have him around because he's he's such a good guy, and we learned learned a lot off of him, and uh, just been lucky that we've been had good stuff, and the the way I've been taught that we get prepared, and just our regimen, of routine is that that means a lot you know like that that gets us prepared to have you know success it doesn't nothing the amount you work and what equipment you have nothing guarantees you to be successful but uh i think all that leads to to get us in a good position too but the one thing i i didn't know if i was supposed you guys are both wearing hats i didn't know if i was supposed to wear one now or <laughs> What's going on with that?
0: Okay, so here's the thing. All right, Is you that... got a full head of hair. Adam's got a full head of hair. I look like a Mr. Clean without one, so I always have one. So I, you know, at least okay, find I... that I don't need the shine off the glasses, there, Fred. That's basically what I don't need. <laughs> all
2: right. I mean, for next time, so I'll should just... I go get my yeah, I wasn't prepared doing that. Do you want me to go get my glasses? <laughs> I, I can go get
0: those for on that.
2: No, that's all right. I just didn't. I felt left out or something, but it, it's okay. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen you in a hat either, Fred. Thinking about it, I don't know if I've ever seen. You no, no, I don't wear hats. Exactly. I mean, I would for you guys, but I don't wear oh, that's so
0: sweet. <laughs> that's
2: so sweet. Did Aaron twist your arm for that one? <laughs> no, no. So. Oh, goodness. No, that's all. But, that's
1: all. But hey, so as most people know, your dad has seven opening day wins at Lincoln. We were just talking about Stevie and Steve Smith. They both have three. You finally got your first. How does it feel to finally add your name into that caliber of drivers? And I'm, I know I'm missing a whole bunch because we highlighted who has multiple oh, yeah. wins in the Icebreakers last week. But how does it feel to finally get your name on that list to say that you have won an opening day at Lincoln?
2: Uh, it feels uh, it's pretty cool. I was thinking that last week if we could get it. I knew we'd win or share of races throughout the year, but it's. I was glad we get it out of the way, especially. Uh, get it out of the way for rich, it's a lot easier to get the second one after you get the first one out of the way. Because you go a while, and there's a pressure of winning, and when you is it's hard to describe. But when you get it off of your back, it it makes things easier. You can relax and just do your thing, and and just it makes it easier in in different ways. So, but it was cool to win the opener there. I mean, I mean it's awesome. I mean, it's February, and we're racing in Pennsylvania, and, and uh, the place was packed, and. uh I don't know, we won the opener at uh, at the Grove last year, so it was pretty cool to get to win, get one out of the way at Lincoln now. So hopefully we can win some more here in the next couple of years.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and uh, you know it's growing too because this sets you up for a big, big season. Um, I, I feel like because you know you're coming off a couple track championships, Alaska, over the last couple of years between Lincoln and the Grove, and you know it's a whole new adventure for you guys and. Are you guys going to be doing traveling this year? Are you gonna guys going to be doing just kind of doing regular Lincoln and the Grove a little bit, maybe Touchport Roll like on the bigger shows? What's uh what's the plan for this year?
2: Uh, I'd say I don't think we'll, we might travel a little bit during the week and stuff in some of the bigger races, like you know, like Charlotte or some other stuff. Like throughout the year, depending on how we're going. And uh, I, I, but mostly of we'll at the, the Grove. Fifty-one
0: or is that the eight? Is that gonna be the fifty-one or the eight?
2: Uh, it depends. We can. It could go either. Probably the fifty-one to travel some, but if rich one, we'll do whatever. You know, nothing's set in stone. You know what I mean? So, but uh, but no, we'll be at the Grove every week and Lincoln most of the time. And if there's, depend on what's going on. If we think it's better to go somewhere else on Saturday, we'll go do that. If poor has a bigger race or something, you know. But as of now, the plans to run the Grove Lincoln every week. Definitely the Grove. We we'd never miss that, but. Uh, Saturday, maybe change it up, you know, you know what I mean? But Saturday maybe, but now we're not, we're not really traveling much. There's so many good races around here. We're just going to but be, be the best we can and get established the best we can and work together with things and, and do the best we can around here. Obviously first, you know, first off and then play it by year. Cause racing, you can't plan, t- you gotta have a plan, but you gotta, it's hard to get things changed so quick. You got to, you can only look so many weeks out, you know,
1: you're going to be able to pivot.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. It depends on like, it, like there's already going to, there's going to be some equipment wise that we're in really good shape, but like it, depending on when your motors are fresh and like what races are coming up, it might make more sense to not go here versus race there for the next week or something or for two weeks away that there's the, Outlaws come in, or something like that. So you got to think about all that stuff.
0: Yeah, it's, it's an entire season thing here. It's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. That's that's a big thing. It's yeah, got to be fresh for every aspect of it. I know one aspect that you really are in tune on. Now you do have one win at Lincoln, but I'm sure you want that outlaw win at the Grove, don't you, buddy? That outlaw win at the Grove. Is, oh yeah, feel like yeah. Be I mean, there for it.
2: yeah. That's what the that's a big goal, and I, we're capable of doing. it. We've been close several times there. But uh, that—that's definitely, and it's been a while since we won that outlaw race. So, if we can get an all-star win or outlaw win or, or both, or what you know, we want to be in contention and win as many as we can. And some of the nights you don't win are just as good as the ones you do. It depends on what happens, you know. There's some you could start back and run up through the field or something, or have a really good battle for second or fourth or something, and those nights feel like you won, but the wind is a lot more fun too <laughs> and it pays better you know, but obviously. Uh yeah. So we'll we'll see. Uh hopefully we can be in contention and we'll work on our car every week and do my and work to be like do better on my part so we can when the them guys come in be in be in the hunt with them too. So we'll see. I, I well, think buddy, the, we're
0: gonna let you
1: oh, sorry ben, go ahead. I I think the about the only thing that would make it better if you were to win the National Open like your dad did a couple of years ago there and <laughs> climbed the fence and set everyone in no, an Matt absolute frenzy. Or, yeah, Matt climbed the fence, but. Matt,
2: big Matt. Climbed uh, the fence.
1: You know, the, the, like, yeah. I, I, I still remember that race. I mean, God, that was absolutely nuts. I think that was the biggest ever crowd at Williams Grove or something like so at, Oh, my gosh, At the yeah. time, anyway, like that, that place was a madhouse. And then your dad goes out and parks it, and I believe his last 410 start. And
2: Yeah. Well, he just absolutely Ran the next week. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then it it couldn't you couldn't have rode it, it and it play out any better. Like, uh, it ended up raining that night, and typically we don't we go better in the slick, you know, and we timed good and they drew an eight for the dash, and we started on the outside pole the dash and ran second to Buckwater I think, and he led for a little bit, but our car was he you know and my and my dad' experience at the track and stuff so like he, we were way better once he partially way through the race and it couldn't go any better. And and that night it didn't. It was so cool. But when as time goes by, like a couple of weeks later, when it set in, what you know it was his last year. We knew we knew that winner is gonna be my dad's last year racing. So it was it was awesome, obviously. But uh, what about uh, what do you guys? What what's going on this year? I mean, I don't do social media or any of that stuff. But what do you guys see different about this year than the other years or whatever? Or what's to look forward to? Oh, this is new. I
0: like I like this. Who is this, Freddie? I'm liking this guy. I like
2: this. Um, <laughs> but keep yeah, it short. Ahead, Cause Adam. dinner's ready. So,
0: oh yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. but, okay, fair enough.
1: <laughs> go ahead. Adam. Um. Well, I don't know. I, I think on the NASCAR side of things, it, there's a big buzz with the, the new gen cars. And it, it seems like this year, there's a lot of the, the wingless guys that are transitioning over to the wing stuff, a.k.a. our next guest, Kevin Thomas Jr. Um, okay. You know, the the birth of this new wingless series with the Outlaws is is a cool deal. I mean, those are just a couple things that kind of stand out in, to me anyway. Bert, what do you got?
0: Uh, I, I definitely think the guys making the switch from wingless to wing that's a big thing. Uh, the amount of big money races we're having now, oh my God, it's there's so much money on the line. And I, I, Freddie, I think you and I we talked about this before. You can race in Pennsylvania and make good money out here. And you don't have oh to my gosh, yeah. all that much. Yeah, you
1: know,
0: you don't have. Yeah, money. I mean, we we talked about this before back on the old show. Is that you, They there is great money to be made just here. You don't got to go that far even for it.
2: No, I mean, you could run 11 or 12 outlaw shows just between Williams Grove, Lincoln, and Port or something. Then you go to Bridgeport. There's there's a lot of big races around here. There's a 19,001 at Lincoln for Mr. Smith this year. All-star shows at Lincoln, Port, the Grove. I mean, there's a lot of good payment And non-sanctioned races. There's a lot of... Weekly at the Grove pays really well, and then all the time trial, Diamond Series we have at the Grove and all that stuff. So, like, unless you're... It'd be hard to, traveling's a good thing, too, to be better as a driver and and all around, but it's hard to not race around here, especially when you're from here. I mean, it, it it's pretty, uh, I mean, it, it's a great opportunity to for great racing. Like, if you'd say you're in California or something, they might only have 35, 45 races, you know, that, that you could possibly run overall. So we're, we're lucky for that part of it anyway.
1: Oh, did Bert lose his internet connection? Yep, we're back. Oh, there he is. We're
0: back. <laughs> so,
1: okay. it, is, it is
0: what it is. So you know, it's, it's always the usual stuff. Something always takes a shit doing it. But hey, uh, you know, you said about the Lincoln race here. Before we let you go, I wanted I would throw this up there, and this is just a suggestion. You guys should bring the nineteen car out for that one. That would be awesome. Yes. Yeah, that super. would be pretty.
2: That would be cool. Yeah. I think but, yeah. Hopefully so somebody awesome does. I, that, that I would be that would be really cool. Definitely. Well, I mean, Stevie sorry. won that. The summer nationals in mr smith's car that year mm-hmm. because of the legends race my dad was promoting lincoln so that was pretty special too to have that and mr smith was there that night watching like he always was but yeah that that would be a good idea i think you need to start to, starting it up.
0: well freddie we're gonna let you go enjoy dinner by the way tell your old man happy birthday too it's uh freddie ramer's okay up. well hey, yeah, please. But before you go, say, uh, or who do you got to thank for your win on uh,
2: Saturday? And who do you got to thank uh, getting up and down the road this year? Yeah, obviously Rich and Eichelberger and everybody helps out, low bar construction, uh, left energy, special rigging, all the people, East equipment and all the people that helped during the week and all that stuff. And my parents and Aaron and my whole family puts up with me. So just looking forward to getting racing here and get some warm weather and Get back on our routine of things. Amen, brother. Hey, great
0: talk with you, Freddie. We'll <laughs> see you on Saturday down in Lincoln, man.
2: Sounds good, guys. Thank you.
0: Thanks, buddy. There he goes ladies and gentlemen. Freddie Raymer off the Fredericksburg Eagle Hotel hotline. Yes, happy birthday to Big Fred Raymer this today. And uh that—that that, what a good kid. I—I've I, gotten to know Freddie over the last year, a couple of years really, but the last year uh <laughs> too is you know just get to know him and. A good kid, good head and shoulder, and he's funny. He's funny as hell, by the way. When you you get him in a a good setting, he is good, like just a strong, good-headed kid and a good racer. That's the big thing. He's a fantastic racer, Adam.
1: Oh, absolutely. I couldn't have said it any better. Um, It's been really neat to get get to know him over the last little while here, but I guess we should head to our first commercial break here, and then we'll come back with none other than KTJ. I'm heading out, man. You want to ride? No, I got my car, but I actually really need to go to the bathroom. Dude, are you okay? I am definitely buzzed. Yeah. I think I will take this, and I will take that ride home.
3: Welcome to the 34 Motorsports Product Showcase. We're proud to offer the full line of Simpson Racing safety products. The Shark Speedway is a perfect brain bucket to keep your melon as safe as possible. We carry every model and size of Hans device, and these have saved countless lives. The Hybrid Pro-Lite is an alternative to the Hans device and is just as effective. The DNA three-layer suit offers maximum protection when things get hot. And hey, dude, those comfy shoes won't help one bit when things go south. Keep those hands ready to work with a pair of Vortex FIA gloves meeting every current standard. From five to seven points, we carry every one of the Simpson harnesses, keeping your rear end right where it should be. Keep all your gear clean and together with the helmet and FHR bag and always be ready to hop in a race car. Visit 34motorsports.com and order today.
0: Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we are back here on the High Side Hustle. My name is Bert Wojcik, alongside me is Adam Rubrae. And joining us on the Frenchburg Eagle Hotel Hotline, he announced earlier this afternoon he is coming into Central Pennsylvania, not in the wingless car, but in the wing car. KTJ, Kevin Thomas, you Kevin? How are you, my bud? Good to see you.
4: Oh, you too, guys. Uh, no, not too bad. Uh, just eager to get back to racing a little bit.
0: Hey, you know what? I'm thinking about this. You know, before we get into this, this might be the first time I'm ever. At- First or second time I'm interviewing you without handing you a logger, so I might have to bring you one when we get in here this weekend. But hey, you know, uh, we're seeing you in Central PA different circumstances. You're putting a wing on, and what I, I saw your um, your team had a pull up. Where are we going to race at? Why Pennsylvania, or where we're going down to Texas with the Outlaws?
4: Uh, well, we just had a little bit of uh, well weather, kind of depending, really, you know just seeing what it's going to do, where we can get the, the most action. Um, you know, obviously Texas is a lot farther than, than where we're, we're going. So like, it would have to be pretty significant for like rain percentages or whatever, uh, you know, to head down there. And, and obviously I need the practice in PA since we're gonna, uh, we're gonna be there, you know, more often than we are in Texas. So, um, it's obviously more beneficial to go to, uh, to Pennsylvania, but, you know, just laps at this point, you know, helps me in general. So where we're, wherever we were going to go, we wanted to at least, you know, try to race twice.
1: It definitely, definitely can't believe me there, but I want to get into, not necessarily the, the wire coming over wing side of things. I mean, pretty sure we all know why it's kind of comes down to a money thing. You can make more money running wing cars than you can wingless, but describe the difference that you feel inside of the car between, you know, the wing side of things and the wingless side of things. And how hard has it been for you to adjust to having the wing on top?
4: Like, honestly, the biggest thing is one, you drive out of the right side of the car, you know, trying to lean your head out the right side. The next, you lean to the left. So it's like things are different. The way you enter the corners, different braking points, gas points, everything's just different. Um, it's, it's hard to like even short tracks, you like, like at East Bay, uh, just getting the feel for like what the air does to your race car, how to manipulate it a little bit. Uh, you know, whenever you do get stuck in a spot, say it's more or less a one groove racetrack, like how close can you be to the guy and actually follow him without it completely messing up, uh, your whole corner. It's just a lot of things that I'm not accustomed to that you know, pretty much backwards of everything that I know. And uh, so that's a little tough. Um, Even whenever you do have a fast race car, say you're faster than the guy in front of you, sometimes it's, it's just difficult. Like you can get to them, then what do you do? So, uh, you know, that's my biggest issue right now. I feel like we can, we can be all right. We were not the greatest in East Bay, Uh, just figuring out new people, new types of cars, new, really everything. And, you know, they're getting a feel for me. I'm getting a feel for them, uh, different racetrack than, you know, a Kokomo or whatever that I just kind of like, all right, that's the line. That's where you run, um, figuring out those things and just trying to adapt to it as fast as you can while also learning new people as fast as you can too. So, uh, it had its challenges you know, I'm obviously going to reach many more challenges, you know, right in front of us. Uh, Pennsylvania this week's probably going to be one of them. So, uh, but just trying to get acclimated as fast as you can, uh, that way you can at least be competitive and, you know, take advantage of maybe a front row starting spot in the heat race and make sure you capitalize on everything that you can to, you know, get in a dash. Cause dash means more laps, uh, you know, try not to be in B mains where you're, you know, coming from 18th every night. So, uh, be there, race with obviously racing with different people too is um, quite a bit challenging, really. You know, you don't, there's many times like at East Bay, you know, I, I anticipated a guy going one way and he went the absolute opposite, uh, you know, and you put yourself in a bad spot, you know, whether it be, you know, put your like air or whatever that is. So um, that that's the part that's like learning tendencies of other people, uh, and, and learning, uh, where to put your car and, and running the bottom is honestly the hardest thing to do in a wing car. Cause you don't, you don't know how hard you can actually drive it. Cause East Bay, for instance, you know, if I see a strip of moisture around the bottom and black right above it, you know, half a car up in a non-wing car, your initial thoughts to lift. Well, in a wing car is like the opposite. You know, the harder you wing it down in there, the more it's going to stick. And it's just like backwards of everything I know. So, uh, <coughs> so it's just, uh, it's different, just different.
0: You know, and this ain't your first, uh, rodeo in a wing car too, if I'm right. Cause you were in the, uh, the B-dubs car. I think when we, when I had you on the old show, you were on that. That was a, but that was a minute ago. It's been a long, wasn't, it? it's gotta be, What that was 2017, 20... 18, yeah. I think that was, so, I yep. mean, that's, you know, that's four or five years ago, man. I mean, that's a, that's a long time. And you know, this weightless thing, you've gotten pretty good at it too. And to go make this jump, it's definitely a, a new talent or trick for you here. But again, it's not like, you know, it was back then. Cause it's a whole new team, whole new set, and you got to learn everything. Like you said earlier.
4: Yeah. It's just, you know, like I said earlier, it's like the people you're working with are different, uh, the cars you're working with are obviously different. Um like just even like the whole package of how it just goes together, operates, everything's just like running with the all-stars, like things are a little bit more high pace. Um sorry, my wife's texting me. Um things yeah, are a little did. bit more high pace. <laughs> um uh it's just it's just different, like even down to the amount of time you have to work on the car is different. Um at a USAC race, maybe it's a little more strung out. Um, and I don't know if it's because we're used to it or, or what, or me personally, um, you know, I'm used to maybe having a little bit more time where it feels like I have more time, uh, to watch the track, make decisions, things like that. And, uh, you know, I'm not in the decision-making role right now. Um, you know, I have a crew chief and I have, you know, people I have to answer to and not necessarily bark orders, which is, different for me even like whenever i've had people that you know are in the crew chief role in the non-wing stuff like i can diagnose the car within a couple laps and tell them what i need and not just tell them hey i'm loose hey i'm tight and you know being able to diagnose a wing car is just foreign to me right now and being able to you know understand the vocabulary and 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 what i need to understand and and tell them how to make a change what to make a change how i feel and certain parts of the racetrack is is challenging and to have to do that every single night uh it's just so much different than what i've ever done and and as, it has been a while i've dabbled in one or two a year from you know that 2017 stint until now but you know that's not enough you know not with these guys no
0: no absolutely no, not. definitely not. And, uh, you know let's I think the main question is here, and Adam brought up I, I, the point of, you know, uh, more more money in the wingless side, or the wing side of things, in the wingless thing, but my question is, and we'll, we'll get back on the wing side here in a second, it was a mass exit for you, Zach, it feels like. You know, you, you lost Sunshine, you lost you, you lost Wyndham. You know, Grant and Bacon are pretty much your only two guys here. Now you got a kid like Emerson Axum, who I think is going to be coming up, where is Usac right now? You think after this like kind of mass exodus of stars moving from wingless to wing stuff, where do you think it is right now?
4: And that's hard to say. That's that's hard to say because I feel like the product in itself is just good. Yeah, you know, I I don't I don't feel like I didn't change from non-wing to wing. You know, personally for all money, all like there, there's multiple different reasons why and i don't necessarily have to get into those but um man it's that's man it's such a tough i guess it really depends on who you ask um you know i feel like they're still like a good spot you know you had dave Darling, john stambro jerry coons jr you know as the as the face for you know the longest time and then I think it's just a new era of, of people, you know, you got to think I'm 30, uh, Emerson acts 16. So it's like, that's 14 years in between each other that of, you know, you might get Emerson for 10 years. You know, he may be the new face like a uh, sunshine or me or a Wyndham or Grant or, or mm-hmm. Brady. And, you know, I just, not that we're on our way out. And, we're, and a lot of us, some are, some of us are at our peak. Um, too you know it's it's not like we're not learning as well you know we don't we haven't accomplished everything that we want to accomplish either but you know i think just some new faces some new things i mean i don't i don't see it being detrimental by losing me and sunshine and wyndham uh you know i feel like there's you know you got cj you got um you got emerson uh in a cmr car which brings a lot of attention you know no matter really who's in it but like the kid's good he wins races, obviously, right off the bat, and uh, you know, in good race cars and, and good people around him, then you got, like I said, CJ. You got a Jake Swanson. You got people that, uh, you know, want their little bit of the bread as well. And I, I feel like it's in a good spot. Just people got to give them the opportunity and not focus so much on, oh well, a NOS card left, a Dr Pepper car left. I'm like, yeah, well we didn't all start out with that, you know, give them a second. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I don't think they're in in necessarily a bad spot either. You know, you you have the up and coming talent that has been kind of peeking its head through for the last couple of years, you know, the, the guys that are leaving so to speak, I mean, they're not leaving the sport because they're bad at it. They just want to try new things, you know, I mean, yeah, you, you have the rest of your life to run the one thing that you've been comfortable with for the last ten to fifteen years. You know, like why not branch out, try something new? If you don't like it, go back to Usac. I mean, it's you you always have that not necessarily a fallback plan, but it's kind of almost like the changing of the guards. I mean, like you have the the older generation, so to speak, you know, moving on to to try new things. Like I said, and you have the young kids coming up with maybe not as much sponsorship dollars behind them and who knows what can happen? You know, you get a couple races yeah. under your belt and see what happens.
4: Yeah. And like, that's how it all started out for all of us. I mean, yeah, I know where Wyndham started. I know where sunshine started. I know where I started Grant. Uh, you know, a lot of us started out at the same place at Jeff Walker's. Um, you know, I know where CJ started, you know, I know where Emerson started. I'm good friends with uh, his dad, him, you know? So it's like, you know, we all have similar stories. It's just like, people get so, if social media wasn't a thing, it wouldn't be that big a deal, you know, but, but it is now everybody gets their two cents worth, uh, you know, when they probably don't need to express it, you know, that I feel like they spread more negative than they do positive. And I, I don't know. It's like, sometimes just shut up. Don't say nothing, you know, just, just (laughs) let the kids show what they got and don't worry about me or Wyndham or Sunshine worry about Emerson Axum, You know, cheer on Jake Swanson. You know, CJ. You know, they give you a good product too. Like what's yeah. you still got team Mass and you know you're still gonna get your good interviews. Like it's not like I'm not that. I mean, I'm not that interesting. Wyndham's not that interesting. Sunshine's, you know, Sunshine. Everybody, everybody loves him, but he's not that interesting either so I mean, yeah we, we won races but we didn't like bring nothing to the table other than just going yeah. fast in a race car and and like we're good to our fans but like you still got a good a good product you know it's like i, I don't know it's like people just spaz out so much and i'm like why like it it's yeah. not it's not the world is not ending it's not going to stop turning for three people you know yeah. there's three people out there mm-hmm. that are just as good as us at driving race cars that are, if not there, if not already there, are coming. And, I mean, Emerson showed you right off the bat. He's 16 years old. He's oh. out, out there waxing everybody's ass. Yeah, so exactly. Like, I mean. Yeah, you got that to look forward to. A good kid gives a good interview, represents things well. I mean, I feel like that's pretty easy to diagnose right there. Yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. It frustrates me a little bit because I'm just like, we're, I guess, in some people's eyes, yeah, but like we're not that big of a deal. And in, in my eyes, and it's like there's people that could easily replace me and Wyndham. Like, we're not the greatest with fans. We're not the greatest on the track, off the track, whatever. You know, it's not. Like we bring some something to the table, but there's also other people out there that, you know, are are just as interesting or or could have just as much of a fan base as what we do. So I just don't feel like there needs to be that big of a discussion about it and that big of an up in arms of, oh, my God, USAC's dying. USAC's not dying. Like just because we don't still have Jan Opperman doesn't mean that they're like, yeah, they come and go like it happens.
1: Yeah, I mean at the at the end of the day, USAC is still going to travel. They're still going to come into the Pennsylvania. I mean, yeah, you're not you're not going to have a couple of the guys you're so used to seeing for the last how many years. But who knows? You say you go to a grandview on a Tuesday night for the first night of the Eastern Storm, you see Emerson, for example, race for the first time in person. You're like, wow, I really like him. And you're still yeah. going to get the opportunity to see you like guys like yourself and Wyndham and Thorson, for example, who are. Kind of crossing over the the wing side of things, you're still gonna get to see them. It might not be in a USAC car, but you're still gonna get to have a chance, gonna have a chance to interact with them at some point throughout the year.
4: Yeah, yeah, and it's like, man, I I don't know. It's and like I've been like, I guess, and I'm sure Wyndham has too, and I and and Sunshine as well. Like I haven't really spoke to him a whole lot about the situation, but I I don't feel like there's a need to, but like. I've been praised, I've been bashed. Like it I don't know. Like it's it just good for you. And then also why would you do that? And I'm like, I man, it's just a sprint car. I'm just going to race sprint cars just because yeah. I'm not I don't know. It's like I'm not doing anything like abnormal. And I, I just don't under yeah. I don't understand. Yeah, I'm gonna run a wing car, I'm probably gonna get my pecker smashed in the dirt for a while and <laughs> Man, if I get good at it, great. If I don't, man, I'd, I'm a non-wing guy. Like, I don't know. Oh. It's like, it ain't that... I would... Yeah, there's more money that's a, that's available, but, I mean, you still got to run good in order to do that. Like, yeah, I'm I'm taking a chance. I'm not doing it for the money. and I'm not getting paid a $300,000 salary. Like, nobody's throwing money at it. Like, we're working off dang near our non-wing budget. And, you know... Man, I don't, it's not extravagant. It's not, it's honestly stressful as shit. Because I'm like, I could suck all year and make like six pennies. And this could not be good for like financial reasons. Like it, it's possible. Like it's a, it's a gamble as much as anything. And
1: like that Tiger King meme, I'm never going to financially recover from this. Recover from yeah. Me.
4: Like honestly, like it could. <laughs> it could be very detrimental to my life, you know, and yeah. I'm a highly competitive person. I don't like getting beat at realistically anything. And I'm liable to do that for 365 days, if not more. Yeah. I mean, it might not yeah. be like that, but it
1: it, it might. <laughs> I mean, so like I, I think you're, you're going to get accustomed to it a lot, a lot faster than you think, especially, you know, you, you're going to come into Pennsylvania here you're going to, <clears throat> race on tracks that you're familiar with. I mean, you've seen it yeah. before. So it, it, it's not like you're going to be completely out to lunch. I mean, you might yeah. be, but hey, at least you're coming. You're trying it. So, yeah.
0: yeah. Exactly, so it's like, like I, Go ahead. I'm sorry, Kevin. No, no, go ahead. Sorry.
4: Well, it's just like, man, it's, I don't know. Sometimes y'all going to get me going down a rabbit hole, but it's, uh, <laughs> man, it's just, like I just want to try it. Like why why wouldn't I? Like yeah. Wing Racing has a bunch of hype around it right now. Like why wouldn't you? Y'all ever did y'all ever put any money in on like Bitcoin or anything? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, okay. cuz it had a bunch of hype, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah y'all did the it. Y'all did it. Everybody's Wing Racing's the greatest thing in the world. Well, let's go see. It might okay. be it let's might not be for me personally. You know, I like it. It's a sprint car, it goes real freaking fast. So, let's see. Let's see what. See if I can be good at it. Some would
1: say they go faster than a wingless car. So let's yeah, give it a shot.
4: Yeah. So it's like I don't. I don't know.
1: Plus, I mean, plus you get, you know, you have your big events like the Knoxville Nationals, Kings Royal things like that. Which, I mean, it's it's not going to hurt to get your name out there, especially sponsorship wise. I mean, heck, you you show up to the biggest stage on racing, sporting a fresh looking Dr Pepper McDonald's car, and yeah who knows where that takes you down the road
4: you know what i mean well and that and that's the thing you know it's like the sponsorship exposure for uh some of these places like a knoxville nationals or you know a national open or you know there's many other races out there that yeah they do pay big money but they also have big exposure whether it be a non-wing car a street stock whatever it is like if street stocks was the next big thing I'd be out there buying a Dodge Neon right now. But <laughs> it's like, it's it's not. It's just a, a wing car is. And I mean, I got great sponsors. I got a lot of people that are involved and I want to try to give them uh, the correct amount of exposure as I can. And whenever you go to a Knoxville Nationals, I would rather not be in the E-Main. I'd rather try to get them to a B or an A or... You know, possibly, you know, get them out there as much as I can is probably good for t-shirt sales, probably good for just, just all around exposure and personally, financially, whatever it is. I'm like, I hate, I hate to even say this, but like sometimes it's a business decision, you know, and sometimes you got to take a chance on those. And every once in a while they crash and burn and you go bankrupt, but hopefully not.
0: I mean, uh, hopefully
1: not. essentially, I mean, we, racing is a business, top to bottom, you know? Yeah.
0: And we want to see you, you know, around here for a while, because, I, I, you know, I think this is a conversation like this. By the way, we're joined by Kevin Thomas Jr. of the Fredericksburg Eagle Hotel Hotline, and that, that's why I think people, you know, really respect you and your opinions, I, I feel like, because you give it an honest conversation like this, and that that was fantastic, and, you know, you're showing that, hey, you know, this is a, a chance I got to take now, because, when are you going to get an opportunity like this to go chase, you know, an all-star champion? When are you going to get a chance to go and, you know, say, all right, or even prove to yourself that you can do this. You've got to go and try it to even see if you can even do it in the beginning with. And I think your racing talent, you know what you showed on the USAC side of things. I mean, obviously it may, you know, obviously sunshine last year had a phenomenal year. And I mean, you may turn to have that phenomenal year. Um, who knows? I mean, obviously there's a long season to be played out, but still, you don't know
4: until you at least go out and try it. Yeah. And like, and that's the thing, like it, I, this, this going to sound bad, but it, it's not intended that way, but I really, like, I don't race for, I don't race for other people. I race for myself yeah. and not like literally, but literally, like I, I race to like prove things to myself and now, I'm very fortunate. I have a great fan base. I have great sponsors behind me. I have great car owner and Clayton Snow. Like, a lot of people, like, like, believe in me, but, like, I also still do it because I want to do it. And, you know, and it's not really for anybody else. This is something, it's like picking up the game of golf, you know? You might suck ass at it for a long time, or you might just be natural at it right off the bat, and it's something that you just wanted to try to learn just because this is on a, like a, you know, a bigger pedestal, I guess, you know, it's not really any different in like my mind than doing that, picking up a different hobby. Just so happens, this is my job. And it's out there for everybody to see. It's social media. It's got a lot of things behind the scenes, whether it be sponsors or fans or whatever it is. But like I do this to like, just to see if I can do it. And now that doesn't say that, I'm not going to give a hundred percent at it. You know, I'm obviously going to put everything I have in me. Like I haven't worked out since like 2009. I've been going to the gym lately because the wing car wears my ass out. And I'm like, well, I I can't have that happen. So like, I'm like anti-gym. Like I don't even like it, but I'm doing it (laughs) just because I know that's what needs to happen. And you know, I got to be competitive. And so I'm like, man, I'm doing it for me. I'm doing it for, obviously a lot of other reasons, but, you know, I just want to, I just want to see, I want to go try to beat the other best of the best. You know, I feel like non-wing guys, like we're some of the best. Yeah. And, and, and like, we worked hard to get there. All of us, you know, all the Brady's and CJ's and me Thorson, you know, we all come from like being not very good to being good. And, you know, learning along the way in relationships and things like that. Well, I just want to start, like, a, a new chapter and try to make more. And, uh, man, it's like I've, I've had this, like, y'all aren't the first, and you probably won't be the last of why I made the decision to switch. And I don't know. Why not? Yeah, why not?
0: Yeah. So what's a, uh, what's a reasonable expectation for you this year? What goals have you set for this year for a first year in a wing car?
4: I don't know. I don't know. Uh, like I have my own personal goals. I guess they're like, I want to win a couple races, whether it be some local races whether it be all-star races, you know, whatever the case is, like I want to get to victory lane this year and I feel like we're capable. Uh, you know, we might have, to, it might end up being at a, a track that I'm just familiar with or, you know, a little short track where you can kind of drive it like a non-wing cart. I don't know. It might be at a big place. No clue. Um, But I would like to get to victory lane. And another thing is, is like, I would just like to show success. Um, You know, just progress. Um, Not slow progress. I don't like, I'm not unrealistic. I know it's not going to be immediate results, but I like I like quick progress and hundred percent from everybody, everybody do their jobs, me included. And, you know, try to succeed at what we're doing. And sometimes success is not always defined by a checkered flag. You know, it could be, man, we ran 12th for three weeks. Now we run eighth. Now we run fourth. You know, it's like just consistency and showing success in, in that, frame I feel like would be uh, something that I would expect of our team.
1: Yeah definitely. Now before we let you get out of here, because I'm sure you're it's probably eight o'clock, you're probably getting ready to go to the gym. I mean gotta get no, the I gains do that in, in. the mornings now. Ah uh, 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 morning morning
0: got the morning thing. Seven seven thirty
1: uh, out of Oof. out of all the tracks you're gonna get ready to come in to see. Him. I mean, you're gonna have Williams Grove here in a couple weeks with the All Stars. When you come back in, you got Lincoln. You got Port Royal. Which one of those tracks scares the ever living shit out of you, coming into for the first time with a wing? Because if your answer is in Port Royal with the speeds that you're gonna ca- that you can carry with that at that place, or maybe Williams Grove. I don't know. I mean,
4: Williams Grove is those- my scariest one. Okay. Williams, Williams Grove, and not necessarily, you would think that scaring is uh, would be crashing. They're all gonna hurt. Um, my biggest thing is, is me being a sissy and not driving in far enough at Williams Grove. Like Port Royal is kind of self-explanatory. Like you just, it's got a little bit more banking. The turns are a little. More sweeping, it's
1: different. And you have a little bit of room if you fuck up, is what you're saying, at Port poor. Honestly, yeah, yeah, like,
4: yeah, you do. And, uh, like Williams Grove, my biggest fear, I swear to God, my biggest fear is spinning out and oh. preferably turn three because I got a feeling I'm gonna get lit up by that set of stands.
0: Well, okay, <laughs> no, I'll, I'll not the, us. It, I'll, it, I'll, I'll, no, not not us. Yeah. The Beer Hill Gang, no, no. Like it, Listen, it
4: terrifies yeah. me to like not crash. I know that's gonna hurt. I already know what that would feel like. Um, it's it's spinning out, and just being just consistently slow, like that scares the shit out of me.
1: Yeah, you'll figure it out. I hey, mean, you have a chance to come back in next week. Well, you if you have the double header yeah. this weekend and the following week. Why not try Williams' group opening day?
0: I I think now we are. We are. Mesito came in. He won the damn thing. And he, you know, he won.
1: Hell, Masino was the points leader for fucking six months before we got back to racing.
0: Yeah. And all of a sudden he's (laughs) hot street. So, you went out? It may be, it may be different.
4: You know, I may like understand it a little bit more, but like everything I've ever heard from people that, i'm not gonna i don't know like the lift points don't make sense there just because it's so different like i've watched in car video after in car video i'm like they drive it up to there i'm like holy shit so it's like in a non-wing car we lifted like a mile and a half early yeah. so like,
1: so like it like wasn't on the that, back, you're lifting at the bridge on the back stretch to set it up for turn yeah. 3 really? so it wasn't
4: that intimidating really like it was it was fun but like it wasn't that and everybody was on the same page nobody knew what they were getting into and like yeah we set a track record but I don't know how really and I'm like I can't drive in that deep and then you like do it and it's not that bad but like I watch and I know my lift point's there But the wing car, I'm like, Jesus Christ, like, and the right front's six foot in the air. And I'm like, what is, what is that? I can't even see it. So it's like, it's a little spooky because it's just like different. Like you're driving around with the right front dangling in the air. Next thing you know, like, you don't even know where you're at. Then you got to lift and then turn 90 degrees. And you're like, Jesus Christ, I don't, I don't know. It's like, it's spooky to me. Like the speeds don't scare it, yeah. me, yeah. but but just like just looking like an idiot scares the death out of me.
1: The fear of the yeah. unknown. The fear yeah, of basically.
0: The unknown, yes. I mm-hmm. think I'll look for that now because I think yeah you know, I think I do have a picture of you with six foot or uh, the front end six foot in the air or six inches in the air uh, going through and three at the Grove. I mean it's it's different, but I think one track that's going to suit you well when you come in here and you didn't do. I don't know how well you I forget how well you did last year at it, but Bridgeport. That new configuration, that's that feels like fits your style. A little yeah. Bit better that new configuration yeah Yeah,
4: I'm actually looking forward to Bloomsburg.
0: That's yeah. I was no, thinking. I Obviously. I, like it. I was thinking
1: well, like think you'd be looking to Grandview to, towards Grandview on the wing side of things. You know, tight little wings. Looks- All stars aren't going there.
0: That's a problem. All Oh, that's going right. There. Oh, we don't go there. Right.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, unless yeah, you're Bloomsburg, in for PA Speed Week.
4: Bloomsburg's my style. I like that.
2: A little flat,
4: goofy, just different. Like, yeah, we won the non-wing race there, and, like, I don't know. Now it's my new favorite track. Okay.
2: Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> makes Dude,
0: no we'll sense. Get, well, this has been a absolutely awesome, awesome interview. Thank you so much for not only for your time and – uh, you know, uh, coming in this weekend too. It's going to be a lot of fun to see you again. Hopefully and uh, we'll catch up at some point here, but before we to let you go. Who do you got to thank for uh, all your uh, success so far? And who do you got to thank for getting you up and down the road this
4: year? Uh, this year, you know, we got obviously uh, Dr. Pepper McDonald's. Uh, we got we got new people that come on board with Capstone Motorsports. Uh, they're actually out of Alabama, which is pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. And then triple X chassis uh fk shocks clayton snow which is the guy who owns the cars uh he's been a big supporter of mine um you know everybody just down to smith ty they uh they do a lot for us and you know obviously help us stop uh just a lot of people that uh have been there just along the way and new people um that have really uh just like stood behind us and and got behind us here again this year so uh, big appreciation bring appreciation to those guys uh eddie gillstrap motors uh silver ranches um a lot of people that are that are new um so i just i appreciate all those people and all the hard work and dedication they have for us so we'll uh we'll see you guys in pa all right
1: buddy have a safe time we'll see to you thing. up here this weekend i can't wait to take pictures of that beautiful dr pepper car yes Saturday do you like the time. new one
0: i, oh, I cool. do you like that, i'm a big
1: don't. fan well, all right good
0: I thought your wingless car was beautiful last year. This new car, cool I can't wait. I cannot wait to shoot it. So hopefully hope it's I as fast it. as what it looks. Hopefully. If
1: Final not, Photoshop. hey, there's a setting on our cameras we can make it look fast. So
0: yeah, oh, perfect. At that. Perfect.
1: Yeah,
0: Photoshop. <laughs> Talk to you later, Kevin. will see you this weekend. Sounds good. Kevin. Thanks guys. Take care, buddy. See ya. There it goes, ladies jumping. Kevin Thomas Jr. rolling off the Frenchburg Eagle Hotel hotline. Holy shit, what an interview. Let's dive into that. We're going to take a commercial break first. We'll dive into that interview as soon as we come back from break here. You're watching the Hi-Side Hustle right here on the National Race Network.
1: I'm Ryan Newman, and since I started with Indiana Donor Network and driven to save lives, I found out that some people think that they can't be an organ donor. The truth is, anyone can sign up to be an organ donor.
2: Anyone? Anyone? Are you sure?
1: Yeah, I'm sure. Anyone can sign up to be an organ donor. So don't count yourself out because somebody's counting on you. Go to DrivenToSaveLives.org and
0: sign up today. But my heart's going to you, Ryan. Love
3: that shirt. If there's one thing every car guy hates, it's cleaning the garage. Do you want to take most of the time and hassle out of that job? then call Zone Garage of Eastern Pennsylvania and New Jersey. Agnes and her crew will have your garage, shop, basement, or even your porch looking great all the time. With unique patterns and designs, plus the ability to incorporate your logo or any artwork, your space will never have looked better. Installation is done in one day, guaranteed, and Zone Garage offers a 20-year warranty on the top coat. Their coatings are durable, anti-slipped, and impact-resistant. Give them a call at 570-856-6067. That's 570-856-6067 for Zone Garage of Eastern Pennsylvania and New Jersey.
0: And hey, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, the High Side Hustle right here on the National Racing Network. And my name is Bert Wojcik, Adam Rubright, Chris Gamer, executive producer. Down below, you have 34 Motorsports Ticker and just off the Frenchburg Eagle Hotel Hotline, probably one of the best interviews we've ever done, one of the best interviews you probably will ever see. What an interview from Kevin Thomas Jr. Wow, what a guy. That was, that was fun. That was a lot, a lot of fun, Adam.
1: Yeah, that was, like you said, definitely a lot of fun. Brutally honest about anything yeah. we asked him. Um, you don't find too many people like that these days. Um, somebody clip that. God, I we're, like
0: we're, we're going to we, we will clip this and his, we'll, we'll get the sound the audio. It,
1: you know his responses to the the USAC questions and and things like that. It's just outstanding. I mean,
0: it just blew everything up.
1: Who cares that (laughs) him and two other? Honestly, I agree with him though. You're still getting Usac in. You still have your big names. You have the the up and coming kids that we're we're gonna get a chance to see more of. You know, it's a win win for the sport. He like the wing side of things gets a couple more cars, and Mm -hmm. you know, guys that are trying to expand their talent. The wingless side of things, you know, you're getting the up and coming kids, and you Mm -hmm. know. X amount of dollars maybe are going to some new guy. Yeah. You never know what could happen. I mean, it's, it's not like it's bad for the sport. Like I said, you're, you're still going to get your USAC in Pennsylvania. You're still going to get your USAC wherever the hell you watch it from. And on top of it, you're adding three quality cars and drivers to the the wind ranks. So it's, it's a win-win for the sport in my opinion.
0: Absolutely. I, I think so it is too. I mean, it's just, he, he nailed it on the head. And I think the cold flood said best down in the comment section there is that it's a transition for USAC. And I've said this for years is that everyone's afraid of change. Everyone is afraid of change. And that's why I think this whole thing came up, you know, oh, well, uh, USAC is on the out, outs now because, uh, you know, you don't have KTJ, Wyndham's gone, Sunshine's gone, you know, uh, yeah. what? what's used that going to be well now you like you said emerson has improved at uh bubba's that he's here justin grant the kids are all right anywhere the kids are all right yes justin grant is jake swanson he's a good kid there you know stockton whenever he runs he's you know he's always fun to watch he's still got team as there you, know, you got a lot of good young talent that's going to be able to come out and uh you know, still prove that you sex can be all right and be a developmental side that people can go and do this again and, you know, or, you know maybe have an the next KTJ or Sunshine or win them. Come up and go wing racing at some point. It's in good hands, folks. And that was, yeah. holy shit, what an interview. Yeah, we we barely even talked wing racing with Well, we did talk wing racing with him. And I, I thought his point of the Grove there, well, it scares the shit out of me because I don't want Beer Hill saying you can't park there. And now, Kevin, you should know that if you do spin out, the whole hill he's the
1: one that's he, saying he can't you can't park, park there.
0: there literally uh, so. uh yes uh yeah he's already he's already saying he can't park there so it, it's gonna it's gonna happen but it's it, there's no evidence but it is going to happen but yes yeah. um anyway uh before we get into news and notes uh by the way we did mention the logo off go ryan and pick up the 25 grand wins um uh, charge X super series uh we will have that both interviews by the way thanks to freddie Raymer and ktj for coming on the uh Frenchburg Eagle Hotel hotline. Um, just I still can't get over those interviews tonight. Fantastic. Uh yeah, let's get into uh what Finch's uh news and notes this week and what's uh, Finch's uh new business this week, Adam. Are we with <laughs> uh, I think we're just
1: gonna leave it we Finch's Finch news and notes payment. for the week. Yeah, we're just we're just gonna leave it Finch's news and notes for the week. You know, okay. Don't need to get super extravagant into it. But anyway, um, since we're running somewhat much short on time, here we go. USAC cancels weekend Cali events due to unfavorable forecast. Can't blame them there. USAC and track officials are looking for possible dates to reschedule the events at Thunderbolt and Keller. That's CRA, right? Yes. USAC slash CRA. Either way, I always try to tune in because it's always usually pretty good racing out there. Oh, yeah. Um, Absolutely. next we have the Bristol bash purse is totaling $400,000, which quite impressive. You figure that's what? 25,000 win for the late models and the spring cars, probably what? 13, 14,000 per second. I mean, that's mm-hmm. big boy numbers there for Bristol this year. Big
0: boy. Yeah. And big was, boy. That was,
1: what,
0: is that 20 grand to win last year? I think
1: yeah i believe i believe so yeah um
0: bristol put up a lot of money even with the xr series they have there going on beforehand there's a lot of money to be had at bristol this year a lot yeah
1: for sure there's bristol's putting out big boy numbers on the dirt this year which is awesome to see um no surprise here tony stewart's back in with srx who would have thought last year's champion going to be racing again, but you're also going to add Matt Kenseth and Haley Deegan. Kenseth, Kenseth is going to run three shows where Haley Deegan is going to run two, which did you see pretty interesting this
0: weekend? Yes. It will be. Did you see this weekend where Joe Logano called Matt Kenseth the prick on Fox?
1: I did not actually.
0: Yes. Apparently, apparently they had Kenseth. He was in the booth with uh, boyer and Mike joy. And, uh, apparently they radioed down Logano and a, Supposed supposedly uh the to called him a prick.
1: Well <laughs> eh, so, I mean there's no bad blood there. No, no, not at all. Um here's an interesting one for you. Through the ten races four ten sprint car races that have been held in the United States, there has been ten different winners. Really? Yes. No shit. I should have wrote the list down, but Little Freddy was the tenth. Yeah. You figure Mosito's won one. Yep. Sweet. Or no, did the sweet win? Yeah. Sweet. Misito won out in California. Um Gravel.
0: Gravel. Fuck who
1: Five. else? Yep. Yeah. So there's six. Who won at East Bay? Um Sunshine and Eliason. Yep. So you're like eight or nine there. So yeah.
0: And that's winged too, and that's in the winged.
1: Yes, that's 10. the winged 410 racing. Yes,
0: because wingless Emerson already broke that <laughs> streak, you know, with the two wins he had down in Belusia, But yeah, yep. yeah, you're
1: right. The, so for the ten, 4-10. the ten winged races we've had, there has been ten different winners. Not a okay. single repeat winner yet. Wow. Which okay. I think that'll change this weekend. We'll get into that here shortly in the weekend preview. Um. Lastly, on Finch's news and notes, New Year. Same Mark Smith in 360 competition. completing He completed a weekend sweep at the Battle of the Beach in Milton, Florida, which, to no one's surprise, is his third win in just his fifth start of the season. Yeah. All hail. His king other king two finishes were a DNF and a fifth. All hail, king of the 360s, Mark Smith. <laughs> so, that it? That's what you got for
0: news yep, and notes? Yes. All right. That's all I got. So, thanks to Finch uh, for sponsoring our News and Notes segment. Uh, but, yeah, so let's get into it this weekend. we got a lot of racing coming up this weekend. Uh, obviously, on national, we'll start with the national side of things. Outlaws back at the Cotton Bowl for two nights, So uh, tomorrow night and Saturday night. Um, the big down there, World Outlaw Elite Models are back in action at the Rev. Or no, is that next week? That's next weekend or at the Rev.
1: Yeah, the Rev's Sorry next week.
0: That. The Rev's next weekend here. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, yes. Rebs next weekend and along next weekend with Georgetown. We'll preview that next week as well on here. And then, of course, this weekend in central Pennsylvania, we go back to the Pigeon Hills, the Lincoln Speedway, uh, looking for another fantastic race down there on Saturday. And then Sunday, we will have to see if it'll happen. But Port Royal gets opened up this weekend, and I'm, I'm hoping they get it in. But I hope it's a night race. And there's... I don't... Sunday... I think you're looking at a late Sunday afternoon start for Port Royal. Looking yeah. at the forecast and all that, there's... I think you're looking at a late Sunday afternoon start. It's, I think it's going to happen Sunday. Unless we get a monstrous amount of rain. But I feel like it's going yeah. to be a Sunday afternoon. Or a late Sunday afternoon race.
1: The, the the temperatures will be beautiful. What? 70, 72, 72. I think I saw. And then... Rain then, in the morning. I don't know. I'd like to see them get it in. Um, Lincoln, as always, should be fun on, on Saturday, I think. Hmm. Who do I think is going to win at Lincoln? Yeah, let's
0: let's do that.
1: I think Macri. I think Macri picks up a win this week. You know, he ran really well. Either Macri or Marks, the both of them ran well. Yeah. Um, you know, it's still the luck of the draw at the beginning of the season, so mm. see what happens there. Um, As far as the outlaw side of things, I think Logan Shuhard picks up his first win of the season, one one of the nights, and then I think first repeat win of the year is going to be Sheldon Hotchild. Really? Yeah.
0: See, I'm going to go with Brad Sweet wins the night uh, down in Cotton Bowl. Um, but then I also feel like I think Shots gets a to win, too. Shots gets a win. Uh, Lincoln?
1: It's possible. I mean, yeah. Shots is running really well. You know, they put a lot of work into that forward over the seat, over the offseason. So, he's rolling right now, too. So, you, you never know what can happen there. I I think it might be the year of Shots. The rebirth of Bonds. We'll see what... Yeah, we'll see what you. happens there And
0: then Scotty Shots comes out Whenever Donny Shots comes out, Scotty Shots comes out <laughs> Chris knows what I'm talking about Chris knows what I'm talking
1: about yeah. oh. But, uh, before we get out of here shortly Before on, Chris literally Hold on, before he okay. Has a fucking heart attack over there Want to give a big birthday Happy birthday shout out to Jack Cromer
0: Yes Happy birthday, no. Jack. Uh, New Sprint Car Hall of Famer, well-deserved. Happy birthday, my friend, and can't wait to see you soon. So, uh, yes, happy birthday, Jack, as well. A lot of big birthdays today. Holy shit. Um, so, yes, Lincoln, I'm going to go with – I'll go with Marks. You know, he had a lot – I think him and Freddie are probably going to have a good battle. It all depends on the draw. Again, all depends on the draw. Uh, but I think Brett Marks gets it done this weekend. He looked really good last weekend. Lincoln's not one of his better tracks either. Um, even though he has he has a couple wins down there, but Lincoln, I don't feel like it suits him as well as Port Royal has the last couple of years, but uh, Brent Marks, I think, can get it done on Saturday. Sunday, if we race a Port, <sighs> do I go with a, a good pick, or do I go with the upset? What do you want?
1: Hit him with the upset.
0: Dylan Sisney upsets the field in a brand-new car, Brent... Going out and picks up his second opening any win in Port
1: Royal. I could see it. I can definitely see it.
0: New car. That two car didn't run bad this year. Basically, it's basically a two car with a five slap on it. So, give me those yeah. Sisney to win. What you
1: got Who do I got? Oh man, I don't know. It's going to be hard to go against a five Pete Logan. I think he picks up, yeah. I think he picks up opening day.
0: Yeah, and that would be his. I believe I'm right. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Obviously, he won for a fifty, but I don't think he didn't have another win last year, did he? Oh
1: uh, God. I'm trying to think of
0: top of my head if he did. I could look it up, but I probably should. Anyway, but yeah, I, I like I like Logan. But you know who else is probably up there this weekend? <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. I would not doubt it one bit. Lance Elise If he's up there this weekend, yeah, that's you're in for a barn burner. If he's yeah, there. I I don't know if yeah, he is or I... not. But uh, let me see here. I do now, You got me thinking here. Logan did get a win last year.
1: Uh, okay, I yeah, obviously Logan he want to wins last year. He had, yeah, didn't he he win an All Star uh, race. One in April. Earlier in the season, yeah.
0: yeah, he got one in April, and then uh, obviously Tusker, uh, and then Tusker. Actually, that was his only win and points total last year, because the points mm-hmm. ended on the night before the fifty. Um, but yeah, he had uh, looking at his points, God, he he was in the top three or top five most of the year. That's that's consistent right there, man. So okay. I, I think yeah, that's gonna be. That's going to be very – that's going to be difficult to beat if he do not go, go for the five feet
1: this year. That's, oh Yeah, him, cool. it, him and his MCO team, uh, and you really can't honestly count them out. They're just so unbelievably consistent at that track. It's, it, it's hard to count them out. It is. They could be having literally the worst night ever, and they'll still somehow find a way to rebound for a solid finish all yeah. the time.
0: Even though I still, I'm still gonna go with Macri pulling the upset and taking over the track championship this year. I'm still thinking about that, I'm holding that down. So, Let's we'll see what all happens. All right, folks. Well, I think we need to wrap this show up because that I am amped up after that K T J interview and yeah, that was and Freddie was fantastic. Wow. All right. Uh, anyway, uh, before we wrap this up, Chris, you got anything, sir? We haven't heard m- too much of you tonight.
3: Uh, no, you guys haven't heard much of anything. I um, guess that means it was a pretty good show. Um, I guess so. Things go quiet for the next week-ish on the National Racing Network, at least sort of anyway. It's week 13 in iRacing World, so that means there's no officials, none of that kind of stuff. Um, only thing we have next week, I think, is you knuckleheads... And the Sim Racers Club. Oh, they're off, too. Yeah, I think Let's it's only you up. two idiots. All right. Maybe we'll do a live pizza at the Pagoda show. Uh, check that one out on the NRN podcast on all your favorite podcasting platforms. And the full show from tonight will be available tomorrow or download on your favorite podcasting platform. woo So
0: if you're listening to this on podcast, it's... The night, it's the day after you downloaded this, that, that this is going up. So, whatever you listen to it. So,
3: just pick that day and think of it the day before. In English, yeah. this was recorded Basically. yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Unless you're not it's listening not, to it on release day.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. This was re- recorded the day, the day before yesterday or the day after tomorrow whatever you want to look at it. a,
1: To make this look smart here, Bert. If you don't enjoy watching us two idiots make an ass of ourselves on the internet, you can now listen to it yeah. on whatever you want, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Apple Play, whatever, but I don't care,
0: whatever it is. Just listen to us, give us a thumbs up, five star review, and ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you once again for joining us here every week, you know, we had a lot of fun this week, we had a lot, uh, It's fun to get back to the interviews, Want to get down to Lincoln, and can't wait to get back to Lincoln on Saturday, hopefully Hopefully, we do get the Port Royal this weekend. It's gonna be a little, I think, you know, depends on work and other things here. We can get the Port Royal this weekend, but we will try there. But I think next weekend, I'm putting this out there already. I think we go down south next weekend because there is a twenty-five thousand to win race next Saturday afternoon in March. Oh fuck, so
1: Georgetown,
0: yeah, twenty-five thousand to win next Saturday in March in march
1: Ooh. okay you said march you said march like four times now we get it it's in like it march there's,
0: there's,
1: okay march, denise <laughs> oh
0: my god all right that does it for everyone here at the high side hustle uh once again thanks big thanks to both freddie Raver and kevin thomas jr for joining us on the Fredericksburg eagle hotel hotline 34 motorsports for the ticker down below with all the results Alan Grace and Hot Shoe Racewear with this fantastic flag he has given myself and Adam and Chris. We all have those. And uh, we have a couple other things working uh, in the works here. By the way, thanks to Finch's Meat Markets for the Finch's news and notes uh, as well. Big thanks to him as well. And we have a couple other things, as I said, coming up here very soon. Hopefully we'll be able to announce them next week. So, folks, that'll do it here for another great episode of The High Side Hustle. That is Big Sexy Adam Rewrite for executive producer Chris Graham. My name is Bert Wojcik. Keep on hustling, folks. We will see you guys next week. Enjoy the races.